Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Core Coaching Raw. Jackie Schwab and I are here today. We're really excited about, well, we're always excited. That's just, well, maybe I'm really excited. She, well, she's excited, but I probably get a little more excited. Um, we're here to talk about um, some, some good stuff today. And my goal for today is to hopefully inspire you to look past some of the struggles that you may be having in your business and to learn from both of us uh, from our combined years of 35 plus years in business and working with thousands of professionals all over the place and to give you a more realistic picture of what it looks like inside of a business and yeah, give you hope. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Give them hope. Um, so I, I think one of the things that I think is super important about business. Um, and I think we've talked about this a few times on our, on the show is, there's always going to be a guru who has a plan of action that they think that they can tr train everyone on and that everyone will have the same sort of results that they have, or people have to market, right? We want, we don't buy things if people don't market it to us. However, the, the marketing out there, that's like, you know, 30 days um, to $30,000 clients. I, I think what's important is that such a point in time and such a marketed terminology, right? It could be 30 days to $30,000 if you made 25 last month, right? It could be 30 days to $30,000 if you have $30,000 worth of marketing money. So I, I think what we're really hoping to kind of give people um, some insight into is some of the things that people tell us about our business and really then the reality of that, so that you actually don't feel like a total failure all along the process of putting your business together. And so one of the first ones I, I think is a misconception that I'd love to put out there is um, we all talk about it. Uh, we talked about it last week, um, Kevin, is you have to have a signature system or, you know, you can't sell anything. Um, and there's some truth to wanting to have some uniqueness. There's some truth to having uh, people know your steps from how you get to A to B. But what I would like to, consider is that people are not buying your steps. People aren't buying your clever marketing sauce like pickles or whatever you're going to call it. They're buying the result. Yeah. And so make sure that when you do put your little marketing message together, we put our like, you know, it's easy as pickles together. You can actually give them the thing that they want, right? That they can actually get it. And so with that being said, um, I would be very cautious if I were anyone on the 10 days to 10K or 30 days to 30K only because you don't know what that start point is for them or the end point is. Right. right? So um, be careful what you're marketed to. So that you, you, you bet. And and so the whole thing that we really want to get across today. And, and again, the, we've been talking a lot about, like Jackie says, creating programs and creating your products and creating your services and all of this stuff is really important. But the story of where you are, where you've come to and why you want to help people is way more important. And today I really want us to kind of share from our experiences some of the some of the struggles that we've had to go through to get where we are today and continue to go through, right? And that a lot of people aren't willing to share behind the scenes because everybody wants to make it look like it's all glorious and great back here, right? I, I mean, I've been in business for myself for 15 years and yes, I've made a lot of money and it's been a very good success, 
There's been great times. There's been bad times. But I want everyone to know, and especially if you're brand new into business, that we have to be ready to go through the process. I always call it an initiation, right? There's like an initiation process with business because it's partly personal development and it's partly developing other people along the way, right? Yeah. And and we help service-based you know, organizations. So it all has to be around people and it all is around how we interact with people. And it is it can be very challenging in two ways. Number one, building a business, you're lonely, right? Unless you have employees and other managers and you're a big business and that you have to be able to connect with people on a very deep level if you're going to have a business that you feel really good and passionate about. So Jackie, I just kind of want to hear from you and your story too. Like what, how has building your businesses and, and, you know, kind of your experience with, you know, entrepreneurship, like, like what are those things for you that, that have really like separated you from failure and success? Um, I was, I'm surprised I'm going to answer this. I was going to answer something else before that came up, but I'm going to say it was stepping back and redefining what success meant. Mm. Um, because I, I think I thought I was failing for a really long time. And it turns out that I was failing to achieve someone else's dream just, just, just fine. Um, but I was doing exactly what I, I had wanted to do. And that's super vague. So to give a good example, when I was younger, I, clearly you all probably know I, I was quite the nerd. Um, I was really good at school. I was really good at being smart. And so when I finished college, I was like, I'm going to be a CIO by the time I'm 30. I'm going to kick the butt kick the world, take names, do all the things. And then life happened, right? Then I had, then I got my master's Then I had 412 kids. Then I had a kid with some special stuff going on and I was married and I had a house. And that plan I made as like an 18 year old and a 22 year old didn't actually factor in doing anything other than working. Right. It literally was like, I'm going to, I have to do all these things and maybe it's a 20 hour day, but who cares? Maybe it's a 10 hour day, but who cares? Cause all I had in, in my mind at that point was me. I was the only person that was in that, that picture. And, you know, fast forward many years later, like now 20 something years later. And I do have, I have four children. I want to actually see them. I cook dinner. I, you know, make beds. I want to go see my husband and do things with him once in a while. He's running a business. And it, it turned out that all that was really a mismatch was I was still defining an 18 year old person without 20 years of experience as success. And that was the judge of whether I'd achieved what I was supposed to achieve or not. And so I do, I do caution people to remember one, you did learn something for the last 20 years and not to just discard all that experience because now I'm an entrepreneur instead of a corporate person, or now I'm an entrepreneur instead of a small business owner, whatever that looks like for you. But also to realize that um, our, our values, some of them are pretty constant, but things do change. Like the number one thing I valued was like being mildly spiteful. I was going to show the world that the poor kid from the bad side of the tracks can kick butt and take names. 
Um, but I had done that and I was still living in that, like, as that was the thing that was most important to me. And at some point it turned into family, right? It turned into making sure my kids had a mom that was present and that they had good food to eat. And, uh, oh, and I did well. And my daughter saw me working and that a woman could do that and be successful. Yet they weren't hearing me say things that sounded like I felt successful. I, I was, I was still judging myself based on old rules. So I think that would be the big one for me. The hugest one is like stop, not stop, but reconsider defining success for now, not whatever it was by default from before. Mm. That was a big one for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, I think, um, you know, from, from my story, right, it's like it's the grindstone of, you know, create create, make money, make a lot of money, right? I came from a corporate world and, you know, corporate sales and, you know, I've been on commission basically, you know, for 15 years, right? And it's always that like, come on, push, 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 push. You got to make a lot of money. And it really was, and was looking around and saying like, you know, I have this really like high, high lifestyle that, you know, allows me to do pretty much anything I want to. And the stress that I didn't really realize, you know, I, I used to think it was like excitement, like, yeah, the thrill of, you know, making lots of money and closing deals. And, you know, and it was, it was, it was great when I was in my twenties. Right. I, you know, it, it, I was like catapulted into this, right. It was like, I was making what $20,000 a year. And then all of a sudden I went upwards to $150,000 a year and, you know, a year and a half, it was like, I, I thought the world was my freaking playground, you know? Yeah. And it, it's like, it was always taught like, it's like, yeah, it's that momentum. It's that excitement. It's that, you know, you have to keep going and going and going. And it's just like, and when you're in it, it's like, woo, it's thrilling. It's like, nothing's going to stop me, you know, until it does stop, right? Until you do face stuff, right? And, and throughout my journey, personal issues came up, you know, uh, drug and alcohols came up, divorces came up, you know, some minor setbacks financially came up, everything changed. Right. And it was just like, I realized it was like, I'm pushing and pushing and pushing when I'm in my twenties. Okay. Right now today, the pressure of producing is so intense. Right. And it's like, when like I 20 years of pushing, right. 20, 20 years of it. Right. It's just like, go, go, go. Right. It's like, I was like, from the time I was 19 until just a couple years ago, it was like, it was just not, it was crazy. Right. And, you know, I finally sit back and I go, you know, my, my quality of life and the things that are really important to me, like peace, quality time, contentment, you know, all of these things that were really important weren't possible. Right. It was like, I was doing the things I was exercising. I was doing the things, but it's like, and I, when I look back, it's like, if I was to die tomorrow, you know, would I be happy knowing that I did everything that I could and that I wanted to do and that I should have been doing, like spending time with my family? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, I'm yeah. with you. I would yeah. say, yeah, I totally with you. So, so yeah, what is the, what is success now? Yeah. Um, I, I would say, um, I literally, it's so funny. I literally, um, tool there's psychology toolkits out there that you can get and one of the recent ones i just read it like yesterday so it's super funny and it was this timeline values timeline exercise and they said you know look at where 
you what you value at 20. And this is assuming you're not 20 right now. If you are 20, then this might not be as useful. But then what do you value at 25 and 30 and 35 and 40 and 45? And then try to look ahead or look behind. And, and it makes sense, right? When I was 13, I didn't value the same things I did at 20 or at 25 or now in my, my mid 40s. I'm in like almost a 45. The things that I find important are different. And it's just acknowledging that, that, that that's actually a thing. And therefore, success is going to have a different definition for you as well. But the other one that I think that you that both of us sort of accidentally did that I would love for people to be encouraged to actively do <laughs> is um, this idea of being resilient uh, in building your business there. It, that literally, I hate to say this to you if it breaks your heart, but there are going to be setbacks. Yeah. Done. Right. You yeah. are you are going to spend money on an ad campaign and it is going to flop. Mm -hmm. You are going to think that you have the coolest product that since sliced bread and and everyone's going to think it was stupid. Yeah. It just ha it like it's a thing. It literally is going to happen. Nobody's like the light bulb thing is probably not even a true thing, but 99 ways of not to build a light bulb. Right. It, yeah. Until you find the right one. And so I would encourage people to really look at. Um, a acknowledging that failure is really just feedback and a, an opportunity for you to learn mm -hmm. how to not do it that way next time. Yeah. But B um, helps you put in place opportunities for resiliency, for bouncing back. Like what is your bounce back plan? Like yeah. almost putting that in just like an exit strategy, like what's yeah. your bounce back plan, right? Because I think you have your story, you mentioned this quite a few times and probably will always mention it. Your bounce back was in a bottle for a while. Sure. And didn't allow for the kind of bouncing back that you wanted. And uh, mine is Cheetos, right? Uh, I don't work out as much as you do, right? I bounce back into like Cheetos and Diet Pop. Probably not a great solution. Um, however, you know, I managed to bounce back and do okay and, and get yeah. there. But I think as we get older, if we continue to make some of these decisions over and over and over again, it's more difficult to be resilient. And so A, like back to the point is you're going to mess up done you are that actually means you're normal it's the you know and I'm glad you talk about that yeah you know and I gotta tell you you know you talk and and I share a lot about my alcoholism a, a ton in my story and that's a big event for me right like my massive divorce that was huge for me right what I don't talk a lot about are some of the failures in my business right like when I launched something and didn't work or when that business model didn't go the way that I thought it was right and there was a lot of emotional turmoil for me and almost in a way that was worse it's like several years ago when one of the small businesses that i had didn't work out i literally felt defeated i literally and i'm a strong person and it's just like how many of those blows is it going to take before you finally just go like i'm going to give up or i'm not going to move forward or now i'm not going to i mean back then i look at like how risky i was i mean shit, i was in debt you know, up to my ears, you know, over $250,000. And I mean, I was just putting, I was just doing the thing. I had 15 employees. I was doing everything I was supposed to do. And it was almost like I was at the point in my career where I went like, I've tried everything. There's no hope, right? I need to get a job. I need to just, you know, I need to reevaluate. And I actually went into a, a, a 
for I think for over a year, like I went into depression and I never really knew what depression was because it was so mild, right? I mean, I had some major post-traumatic stress from my, you know, alcoholism and my, you know, bad divorce, but that was kind of an like an onset trauma. This was like a low level, like it was just, I was stressed and I was stressed and then it came crashing down and you know, and it's just like, this is all the stuff. It's like, I look around and I watch people building businesses and I, and I see this all the time and people are trying to build businesses around their life. They're trying to create processes and programs and do all of this stuff. And there's setbacks, right? And how, you know, I'm a pretty outgoing person. So I, I'm pretty, I, I take pretty big risks a lot. Um, I'm doing less as I get older, but you know, the truth is, it's like when we're building, there has to be kind of this balance of like, I'm going to put a lot of risk out and there's going to be a lot of failure because we already know it, right? Because it has to, right? And so it's like, it's kind of finding that balance of like, how can I do this thing without just absolutely killing myself? Yeah, I think the failure thing is a big deal. I, I this is uh, going to put out some bad vibes for who I am, maybe, but I was, I'm really more embarrassed about this than all my business failures. Right. So I remember the first time I failed at anything. Um, I got a, I got an F on a class in a class in college and I had never gotten a B like it was like first time that I couldn't learn it, do more work, work harder, have it still come out on my favor. And I was devastated. Mm. Yeah, I'd had way more difficult things happen in my life, right? When we were younger, we lived in a car. I mean, we like tr serious junk, right? Mm -hmm. That didn't throw me over the edge, right? Getting an F in a computer programming class, that threw me over the edge, right? So I think we have to also consider that um, it's all of the little things that you failed on before, too, that mm -hmm. kind of add up. And you may actually have what seemed like a business failure be because of something personal happening in your life. That's right. So like when my daughter was diagnosed with autism and I was a hundred thousand months pregnant with the next kid and I got let go from my job like a couple weeks before Christmas and my dog died. Both my dads had a heart attack and my mom was in the hospital in like two weeks. That didn't break me, believe it or not. Right. It was like the month later when we stopped having health insurance. And like, that was it. Like the, I was done. Like, and my husband's like, really? Like your mom almost died. Your dad's almost died. Mm -hmm. Your dog did die. All this happened. And you're worried about health insurance. And I was just like, mm -hmm. but it was this cumulative effect mm -hmm. of, of stuff happening. And so in my business, I was showing up like really not risky. Right. I was like, Oh my gosh, okay. one more thing go wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. One more broken thing, one more product that doesn't go out. And I was so adverse to risk that he didn't launch, right? It was like failure to launch. Yep. I kept doing the building, right? Mm -hmm. and, and Kevin, we talked about this earlier, an unrelated note, but like we could keep building and we're builders and we make things and we do things, but you got, you can't fail to launch. That's right. You've got to, you know, pull the pin and let it out there and let it fly mm -hmm. and be okay with it maybe failing because you're going to, because you're going to fail. Maybe not this time, but eventually. Right. And, we, you know, we can use the words fail and, you know, just, 
learning, right? Yeah, just, yeah. It, and But the truth is, it is the truth, right? And if you're standing on the line, right, you're never going to actually get there because it's going to literally take that much. Think about any business out there, right? Like think about what it actually takes. I mean, even Nike, even McDonald's, even all these places, they're still creating products. They're still changing their process, right? They wouldn't change their process if they didn't have to. Let's be real, right? They don't want to refresh products. You know, that's such a big deal. They do it because the market changes. And yeah. your my husband, market, yeah, yeah, exactly. My husband and I were literally talking about this yesterday. It was a very random thing, but it makes sense. He goes, he's like, do you think that Sony would still exist if they didn't have the PlayStation? And I was like, what? Sony didn't start out being a game console company, right? I, like, no. like Sony Pictures, and they're like the Blu-ray people, and they all of these things. Even these giant companies. Yep. How many times do you think they had to pivot? Yep. to being one of the most important products they have right now actually yep. is the PlayStation. That's right. Right. It, it wasn't Yeah, that's right. Evolution. And th you know, and this is what Jackie and I talk a lot about because Jackie comes from, you know, the corporate world as well. And she understands like the team and everything that's required in order to really be big. People talk about making 20, 30, $40,000 a month. And although it's possible and yes, you can, but you have to have the steps. You have to have all of the steps, right? You have to have a sales and marketing team. You have to have a, you know, clearly defined programs. You have to have an onboarding process. You have to be able to manage your people. This is something we talk about all the time. And where Jackie and I came to when, even when we were both in our own businesses is that we maxed out the hourly model, right? When you get to a certain point in your, in your hourly model, and I'm going to tell you guys, if you're brand new, Going the hourly model is probably a better way to start because you get massive experience and you can really get momentum. But what's going to happen at some point is you're going to have to realize that you're at the end of what you can do, right? It's like when I was in my healing business, it was like I was seeing, you know, 35, 40 people a week. And then I still had to do marketing. I still had to do scheduling. I still had to do maintenance. I still had to, you know, do all this other stuff. Accounting, and right? Accounting. I keep going, how do I not have time? And I started looking around. I was like, I was working literally like 40 hours hands on in another 25, 30 behind the scenes. And, and I had employees, right? And so a lot of these guys talk about online. It's like, you can have all this freedom. Listen, you can, but it's not likely. Okay. And I'm just going to tell it straight because I've been doing this long enough to know and and I don't mean that to discourage anyone. It's just that there's no the only people that are making a lot of money are the ones that have been in business a long time and the ones that are telling you that you can make all of this money in business. Right. You'll never hear that out of my mouth as a consultant that, you know, I can promise how much money you're going to make, because the truth is, I don't know. I need to get to know you. I need to know your work ethic. I need to know what your product is. I need to know your past. I need to know who you are because there's some people who don't have it. Right. And that's just the reality of, of business. And, and again, I want to inspire you and I want you to be hopeful that you can have a business model, but I also want you to be realistic because if you're a brand new coach, if you're a brand new business owner, you're not going to go out there and make hundreds of thousands of dollars your first year. Okay. It's just not going to happen. I mean, it can happen. Yes. But it's a smaller point. It's a smaller. It's a smaller percentage. Well, they and, say plan for, plan for the worst, and celebrate the best. But like you're, it's it's not. 
kind of go that You know, that thing, you know, I'm going to tell you because I've been doing this for 15 years and I always talk about this, right? And then I kind of got duped into this whole like, oh, well, maybe the online thing is even better. And maybe, you know, there's all this freedom out there. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I have tremendous freedom by teaching online and I have tremendous freedom in my schedule now. But it's like I've had to really work hard to get it to where I am now to be able to do that, right? I've had a consistency in sales. I've had a consistency in product development. I've had a consistency in showing up to work every day, you know, for the last 15 years, right? I've made this my life. And it's just, I want everybody to be really realistic about it. And and just to like, cause I think something Jackie and I see a lot and we've both done it is like, we show up and we're like, oh, I need to make money. I need to make money. I need to make money. And there's nobody that's going to help you make money really quickly. And especially if you don't have money, right, you need to invest that money. You need to invest money to make money, right? And I'm going to tell everyone, especially even more now that the pandemic's here, you better have a budget for online and offline marketing because how else are you going to get clients, right? Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing. I've seen it go um, actually both directions. So I had one guru tell me that um and she and they're both right which is so weird right she's 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 uh, her name is fallon zoe she does um social media marketing online literally all she works on is facebook that's her gig she's specialized hyper specialized and she's like look you can make money you can do a good job you can build your mlm you can build your you know whatever it is you're doing but if without ads so she's all about organic she's like but the trade-off is time that's right. It takes time to build it, right? And it's like it if you come to me and you go like, oh, I'm, I really need money right now. Well, listen, I'm sorry. But the reality of business is that it doesn't just fall out of the sky unless you're some, you know, YouTube sensation and you come up with some, you know, funny video or, you know, you're, you're a hot shot overnight. Cool, right? And, and I think it's awesome. But again, the reality is and Real businesses require commitment, dedication, and consistency. And even if you go out there and you make it right away and you, and you, and you go like, man, I made this awesome product and it worked. What happens when it doesn't work anymore? I, I you know, and, and this is the thing It's like, think about like these professional football players that go out there and then they make all this money. They're young kids. They go out, they make all this money. And then all of a sudden they're not playing football anymore. You realize that like nine out of 10 of them completely bankrupt, right? Because they don't know how to handle money. Everybody's talking about money, right? Like I can have all this money. If you're not mature with money, you're going to blow all of your money, right? Because when I was in my twenties, right, I've made, I've made over a, half, a million and a half dollars in my career, right? Probably more. And do I have anything massively to show for it? Not really. Right. Do I have condos and houses? No, because I didn't invest. I mean, I invested in my family, right? But, you know, I think the truth is how are you going to create a program that's lasting, that's going to change people's lives and that you can consistently do it for the rest of your life, right? Because, you know, Jackie and I talk about this a lot too, right? Most businesses fail after two years, right? 75% of businesses fail after seven years, right? So what do you do after that, right? And that's just part of it, right? Like that's, if you're a one product show, like what happens once it meets its end, right? Because most products don't stay with one product. 
right? Products. I mean, just go and start doing research of people who have done methods a certain way. I mean, I'm watching all these guys online. They're like, I've seen them doing this thing like a year ago. And now all of a sudden they're doing it this way. I see it all the time, right? So again, this is not to discourage you, right? This is that you can build a business that's successful. Jackie and I both have done it and we do it. And it's a business that provides for our family. And yet we have to look at it realistically, right? We're not in the in this idea that we want to grow a massively big organization anymore because, you know, we know the truth of what that looks like, right? Well, I mean, I'm just tired. That's all. Like, right. I'm just tired. I love people, but man, I don't want ten employees anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like I want to be my own. I want to be my own guy, right? And so, what's that limitation for me? How much can I actually get done? And and the nice thing is that I have been able to to really create programs and create my one-on-one -on -one practice in a way that feels really good, supports my family, we're making great money and it feels good for me. And, and I think that it is possible, but we have to be realistic about what we're willing to do to get there. And that's kind of what this whole talk was about today, because we just, we just want you to know that you're not alone. We just want you to know that, you know, there is the possibility of success with your business, but you have to do it in a step-by-step -step fashion this is what we teach. This is how we teach it. And we tell it to you straight because no one else is, you know, if everyone told me when I went out there and Jackie and I know this, you know, we always joke about this. If they would have said like, all right, so it's going to cost you $1,500 a month to work with me. All right. And then you're going to have to spend, you know, 1500 to $2,000 a month on Facebook advertising. Right. And then, and then for us to manage and, that, and it might not work and it might not work. And we need to manage that. So that's another thousand dollars, right? Like it was like five grand a month, right? And I'm like, what the hell, right? And I'm telling you, that is the reality of online marketing, guys. Be ready to invest. You better have a budget or, and this is why I teach what I teach. I teach organic marketing, right? And this is why, because nine out of 10 people, eyes are going to blow out of their heads when they think about investing five grand a month. Right. Okay. It's, it's, it's just what's interesting is if we roll back to what we knew before now, if we go back, I, I was my master's is in project management, technology project management. There's only so many levers in all business yep. it's time, money, and resources. Yep. If you're an independent consultant or, or, or coach or whatever it is, you don't have resources. Yep. Not many. So that gives you time and money. Yep. If you don't have any money, all you have left is time. Yep. So that equals not going to be making a dissolve billion zillions of dollars in two seconds. Yep. Right. The, the fastest way to make money is to have time, money and resources. Right. Yep. But, but no, no project ever does. No program ever does. Not sure. even Sony, not even Apple. Right. Yep. Everyone has constraints. Sure. So whether you choose to go into organic marketing or paid marketing, always and forever your trade-offs will be time money and resources right all of time and you will fail yep. even with all of them yep. just like many other big companies have in the past that's right and and all that means is that you're actually probably doing it right that's right you're doing it the way everyone else has done it and and it does make sense to find yourself a community of like-minded individuals who've maybe already fall down and skinned their knees a few times and broken their nose to help you get over some of those humps, to become more resilient, to bounce back in a safe and healthy way for both your personal life and your professional life. Right. And just know that failure 
isn't an option. It's, it's, it's just going to happen. Yeah. It's not optional. It is. And that doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means that way didn't work. That's right. That's That's exactly right. And and I'm glad that we, this, this conversation is really important. And it's one that we're going to be talking a lot more about because you know, I look around and I wonder why people aren't making the money that they want and they're not launching the businesses the way they want to. And, you know, it's not always about the product. Sometimes it's about the internal stuff, right? And anybody that works with me, my group knows that it's really important that we get this stuff on the table and we talk for real, right? And sometimes that means like, you know, I'm having a shitty day. I cannot get over this thing. I do not feel you know, Jackie, you know, you know, you've been in my programs, you worked with me one-on-one, you know how I am. And, you know, and I think this is the thing that's missing. Everyone talks about the strategies and all the stuff and it's wonderful. Like we can have strategies, but if you don't strategize on your personal stuff and you don't actually work through it, you're going to be stuck. I mean, there's, I mean, and you were in the groups and you know that people really like, they get stuck behind that stuff because they don't want to voice it. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to put it out in the world because, that shows weakness or that shows that if I say it out loud, then it's going to come true and then I'm going to come crumbling down. Right. Right. Or like, I think what I hear a lot is like, well, if as a coach, so so we know lots of coaches, which is in a lot of communities where they're at. If, if I show that I'm a human being, people won't want me to be their coach. But the fact is all they want is for you to have been one more step ahead of them than they are. That's right. Right. To help you get them through the thing that they haven't yet been able to traverse through. And, you know, if you're a business coach, I would also say if you're looking to make your first 10K, your first 5K, you probably don't want to go to like Tony Robbins. Right. Right. He's making so much money that 10K is like probably what it costs for his shoes. Like, where where does it make practical sense for you to be? Thank you. Thank you for saying this, Jackie, because you know what? Here's the other thing. Th- this is the other thing that really it's like, are you only going to listen to me if I tell you and promise you that you can make hundreds of thousands of dollars? And are you only going to listen to me if I promise you the world? Are you only going to listen if I tell you I make a million dollars a month? Are you only going to value my opinions based on all of my years of experience and knowledge based on some arbitrary result, you have to be careful, right? Because you, just because other people got those results doesn't mean you're going to get those results. It doesn't mean you want those results either. And that's a good point. And that's like when it's kind of this full circle it back to the very beginning of the podcast, which we say, remember that success is defined by your now. Yeah. Not by your then, right? Yeah. It's not about what I wanted to be when I, I wanted to be a podiatrist for heaven's sakes. When I was like five, I still don't get it, but whatever. Like I was going to be a foot doctor. I was obsessed with being a foot doctor. What if I judged where I am right now in my life of whether or not I was a great podiatrist? Yeah. I'm like a colossal freaking failure then, right? Like colossal failure. <laughs> but, but what if I judge where I wanted to be right now based on what's important to me right now? And I would say if you're looking for uh, any kind of coach, any kind of business consultant, um, a lifestyle coach, if you're looking for a spiritual coach, you don't need them to have the results you want. Mm, You need them to help you get to the result you want. I'm Um, so glad you said that. 
because my my desire for success isn't even even close to what yours is. That's right. You and I have different definitions of success. Right. But what you want to evaluate is, can I help you get to your definition right. of success? But that presupposes you know what yours is. And I think that's the important So part. good. So good. So, 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 so good. And I think, you know, that was where, you know, and I shared about my anxiety and my stress. I was like, why did I have all this anxiety? Because I'm doing stuff I don't want to do. I'm living a life I don't really want to live. I'm in this model of like, produce, 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 bring me money, bring me money, bring me money. And it's like, I wake up and I go, fuck this, man. It's like, I, I'm just tired. It's like, I blow the whole fucking, I blow well, it all up. Well, but it's like, and it's like, now I want peace and contentment and quality time. And I'm building my lifestyle like that. And it's different, right? It used to be the money. And, you know, I have people around me go, oh, you know, it's like I make great money, right? I'm not making a million dollars a month, but you know what? I'm okay with that because I'm not trading that. And I'm going to, and I want you to look around at all those millionaires. I mean, isn't it kind of funny if you think about people like Donald Trump, right? He's got endless resources of money and do you realize it's never enough and that was my exact thing it was never enough the more i made the more i want it was like it was like my addiction right more i made you know forty thousand a month and then i was like i want to make fifty thousand a month and then if i don't make fifty thousand a month then i'm you know then i'm not any good right and it was like i looked around and i was like what the hell is the matter with me right and it's like why is my life the way it is oh right Right. So yeah, just be careful that you're chasing your dream and not somebody else's. I love all. it. I love it. So I think we, we have to wrap it up. We could talk we about this all day because yes, we, we both get very, I even get passionate about it. Yeah, I know. Stuff. I saw that. Yeah, Everybody, I like, oh, did you witness that? Like Her it, eyes got big. Don't tell anyone, but, um, so I would encourage a couple quick things. Like if we were to have to wrap it up and then Kevin, I'd love you to invite people to any additional resources we might want to provide. But the first thing I would encourage you to consider is what do you actually want? Like if you don't know the results you want, you shouldn't be hiring anybody for anything. You shouldn't be hiring a coach or consultant or a business or, or getting another course for gosh sakes. Know what you want. And then when you interview others to, to get support, you don't need to know whether they have what you want. You need to be able to know whether they can get you what you want. And it matters, right? Find someone a little closer in line to where you are and where you want to be. Um, because they, if they're making a million bucks a month, they don't get that you're trying to make sure you can stretch coupons to the next month. Right. right? They don't get that you haven't bought shoes even though you got a hole in one of them. They're living in a world and a lifestyle that they can't relate to. And so just consider that right? when you're evaluating who you want to work with and why. And then the last one would be you have three things in business, in life. You have time, you have money, and your resources. And those are the trade-offs you are always going to make. So if you have no money, then you're trading time. And it's going to take a little longer to build your business. You can, but it's going to take longer. If you have no time but money, well, then you can build it at that pace. And if you have no time and no money and all you have is resources, then it's going to take even longer. And, and that's just practical magic, right? That's just the way it goes. Um, so if you need support on that, I think Kevin might be able to give you some ideas. What do you Absolutely, think? Absolutely, you guys. And check out our website, core-coachingacademy.com. List all of our programs, our products, our services, what we do, how we can help you. Reach out to us. If you're in our community, it's a great place for you to connect with people from around the world. We give you resources, tips, 
We get connection to us. We do a lot of free training inside of the group and more than anything, reach out to us. And we say this all the time. This is one thing that we do much different than a lot of organizations is that we believe in personal connection and personal time. So if you have questions, if you want to actually get on the phone with us, we offer that opportunity for you. No strings attached. We want to get to know you. And other than that, keep tuning in because we want to give you the real, the raw, the relevant information that you need to build a business and create a lifestyle that you feel passionate about. So we're really glad you guys came today. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Bye folks.